We're joined on Sports Talk now by Sir John Kerwin as we look at the vexed situation of a Barrett named Geordie who at 9 o'clock tonight is going to be uh, well, it's going to be looked at by the judiciary after the flying boot to the face. Or was it Corambete tackling him with his face? I'm still not entirely sure. Sir John, always good to have you on the programme. Uh, welcome to it. Well, what's your initial response when you saw it unfolded over there at Optus? Ridiculous was my initial reaction, saying, are you kidding yourself? Right, because for me, there was no intention. He's jumped in the air, and Geordie actually has a bit of a habit of, of leaning back once he's in the air, and so his foot just kicked out as a natural reaction. So not his fault, and not Corabete's fault either. Like, isn't the rule also say that you should wait for the player to come to the ground before you tackle him? So you probably shouldn't be close enough to get a boot in the head anyway. So, and look, it's not the rest's fault either. The, the problem that I've got, I believe that what's happening is the feel of the game is getting, is getting coached out of the referees. And then we've got these direct laws that they're not interpreting properly. So it's not actually their fault. It's just world rugby are moving way too slow to keep up with the constant change in the rules. And the positive of that is, thank God, it was only for 20 minutes, <laughs> you know? Well, I'm with you on that one. As soon as it happened, I thought, OK, well, we'll see now how good these new rulings are because with only 20 minutes down, I'd back this all-black team not to go down in a screaming heap. So it's nice to see you, you found a positive. Back to your point, though, around uh, the referees, there's not a, a simple switch they can pull to help this out. This is quite complex long-term, isn't it, their ability to, I suppose, handle the game? Yeah, look, I thought he refed pretty well besides that. So, so my issue is we need to look at the rule book and see what we can take out. The game is way too complicated, right? And if the game is too complicated, so there's 18 instantaneous decisions for the referee to make at the breakdown alone, right? So I believe if you're going to have that many rules, you've got to let the refs bring their interpretation and not give them too much control over that because then the, the, the players will get used to the interpretation. The player will get used to what the ref's trying to do. But I firmly believe that World Rugby has got to look at the rule book and start taking stuff out. We just keep adding. I mean, the, 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 you know, the, the 50-20 is a good rule. We're trying to do that so that we can get a more open game of rugby. Um, you know, I, I'm all for the safety. I believe in the safety of the game. I, I believe in, you know, we should be looking after headshots and stuff like that. But you've got to have a feel for that moment there. It wasn't Geordie's fault. It wasn't Corabete's fault. Um, he got up. You know, so you got to be have the, the the read of the game. What do you think the judiciary are going to say about it? What what's your feel around what their decision may or may not be? Oh, they've got to let them off. If they don't. They're kidding themselves. Surely, I mean, you know, I think a red card is about intent. You know, and when I say intent, I've been driving for a long, long time, especially for high tackles. If you look at the camera shots of a high tackle, it's a bit like. It's a bit like the front row, right? If you look at the front row and the, and the shoulders are below the hips, you know that the scrum's going to go down. You can see that, right? If you look behind a player and you see his position from his hips around a tackle, you know whether he's going to hit high or not, right? So I think there's different ways to, to, to make those judgments on high tackles. But if someone is lazy in their tackle and they hit high, I get that. There should be a red card with a 20-minute stand-down. That's fair enough because we've got to protect the well-being of the players. But coming back to this feel for it, no intent, um, no real injury, both at fault, then it's, you know, 
even a yellow card or play on. And you can only feel that on the field. And how do you judge intent in a situation like this? There's been a lot made of the fact that Geordie wasn't even looking at him. He had no idea where his foot was going. Is it as simple as that? Totally. I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried that, mate, but that, that is a really hard skill. You're jumping in the air. It came a lot of it came from, you know, from the Australian rules. So when you watch the guys train, they've got these pads on their back and someone's holding this pad, you jump in the air and you need to put your foot, you need to put your knee in front of yourself so that you've got balance. And if someone does hit you, you don't get toppled over. You actually can take that force and land, right? Now, if you go backwards a wee bit, like even if you even if you were standing in the studio, if you stand in the studio and then if you go backwards, so standing on one foot and then you lean backwards, you can do this at home. What 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 happens with your foot? What happens with your with your with your knee and your and your foot? You actually go back and your foot comes up. So you try doing that after you've jumped in the air and you're going for the ball and it comes back on you a wee bit. So you lean back like even a couple of inches to try and catch it the natural reaction is your foot's going to kick out. It's just like biomechanics. If you heard a wee before, that's because I literally tried doing that in the studio. I leant back and I kicked the rack in front of me. So it's uh, a point well Red made. Card, and Red card, mate. Red card, Point taken. And if he does um, go under the hammer from the judiciary, what does that say about technique and, and, and the future of guys catching like that? that? I mean, that's a huge can of worms if that opens up. You don't have to worry because there's so many inconsistencies in this zone anyway. I mean, that's our problem, isn't it? So I just don't worry about it because the problem is consistency. We can't we can't seem to find a common ground for consistency. And I think, like I said, I think it's got to come back to some actual physical look at the technique of tackling and when someone hits the head. Because what happens is, and don't do this to the rubbish tin like you just did, but if you are moving forward and you start your tackle technique and someone slips, right, and you, you hit them in the head, you know, that is a situation where, once again, if you look at the footage and the guy's pivoted from his hips and he's way over in the correct position, it's not his fault. If he's upright and heading towards, you know, a sort of 45, then, you know, he has every right to be yellow carded. So I just think we need to get a little bit more technical about taking some of that decision out of it. And on that, we'll let you get on with your lockdown. I'm sure you're flat out pacing around the house, reading books, making yourself something nice to eat. Sir John Kerwin, always a pleasure, mate. Thanks very much for joining us. Take it easy on that uh, on that bin, eh? Leave it alone. <laughs> you're a yellow card. <laughs>